So it's all very new to me, getting this type of avenue, this venue, whatever you want to call it, media, so to speak, um, as far as podcasts go. I've done a lot of video. I've done a lot of um, video marketing, social media marketing, things like that. But as my first podcast, I kind of want to talk about how important not sometimes we get kind of convinced that we have to have all these marketing techniques, all these these strategies, these plans, everything like that. And that's really not the case. What sits at our foundation is a lot of a lot of kind of miscommunication as far as what we should do, but that's not really the case. That's never really the case. It's usually something simple. And when I thought about what I was going to do for this podcast, what I was going to educate people and teach people about and eventually this podcast is going to turn into something where I actually have people that are going on their entrepreneurial journey um, kids fresh out of college kids that have canceled college kids that have actually you know started thinking freely um, even people that aren't like kids I mean a lot of it it's going to be structured around you know people in anywhere from you know 18 to 20 um, 22, things like that, college ages, because I feel like that's not an avenue that a lot of people are really expressing. And that's the interesting thing, because a lot of college kids are taught that we have to go to college, we have to fall in line, we have to learn about all this different stuff, which we're not going to think about, we're not going to actually utilize down the road. And that's kind of interesting. But we'll get into the whole I'm sure I'll have a rant sometime at some point where I go off on college. But let's put that aside for something different. But what I want to focus on is I thought to myself, what are two things that every successful entrepreneur, every successful business maker has? And that's two things. I thought long and hard about this. And if you know me personally, if you're listening to this personally, then you know one of them I'm very big about, and that's psychology. I have studied psychology since I was eight years old, and I am now currently in a couple days going to be 26. So psychology is a big part of me. I've studied almost every single aspect of it, body language, um, facial, um, micro reactions, all that different stuff. But I think psychology is a big part of it, but I also think mental state or how you think about things, how you focus on things is going to be a very big part as well. And that's the whole interesting thing about it. Psychology and how your mind works, how you're focused, how you're really looking at things and how you dive deep and pull things apart that's what it really comes to. Because if you don't have mental motivation, you don't know psychology, you're not really going to go far in, it, far in life. And I know a lot of people aren't gifted in that aspect of psychology, like someone like me or somebody that's very successful in business. But I think that's something that everybody should study. Everybody should start learning. And I was fortunate enough to have a gift or to fall into that. And even though I didn't know what it was due to a traumatic experience, I was introduced to it. I think that everybody should study it. I think everybody should look into it because it's not going to just improve your business. It's not just going to improve how you market, how you study, how humans 
interact and social and things like that. But it's going to pretty much shape every aspect of your life, whether it's business, whether it's friends, whether it's your romantic interests, things like that. It's going to shape all of that. Because if you're good at psychology and you know psychology, there's a lot of things like I think it's like 7% of what we actually say is what matters, what is communicated, whether it's body language, whether it's facial expressions, um, micro reactions within muscle groups, things like that. All that stuff is going to lead to you having kind of almost what other people have classed it when they've met me is a superpower. I know it sounds cliche, the human having a superpower or whatever, but that's a big thing. You have a massive advantage in life, let alone having a massive advantage in business when you know psychology, when you understand. And psychology is not always about, a lot of people think about it as manipulation or pushing your will on other people. And that's not really the case. Or a lot of people have hangups on, if I learn psychology, I'll be able to see through people. And I, you know, I don't want to do that. I don't want to like look through people. I don't want to manipulate them, things like that. But that's the interesting fact about psychology. The more you learn about it, the more you understand how the human mind works, the more, and there is, there's a balance. There is absolutely a balance to an absolute T that you have to learn. Um, I've taught many people psychology. I've taught, you know, coaching students psychology. I've taught friends and, and certain family members psychology and things like that, or attempted to teach family members psychology. But I've taught a lot of friends and a few of the people that have latched onto it, I've been teaching for years. Um, I can think of one of my friends named David. Um, he, I have been teaching for probably four or five years. And he's gotten to a point where he uses it in his business, he uses it in real estate, in Uber, in his friendships, in his relationships, things like that. And that's the thing about psychology. It's so versa, versatile that you can use it in everything. And I think that if you start learning, whether you start reading books, and I can um, list off a few really good ones um, about psychology, um, influencing people, um, that's a good one. Um, one of my favorites that basically, and that's the big thing, is no matter how much you learn about something, if you think you're an expert on something and you don't take in more information, the second you make that decision, you're behind. I'm very, very, very adequate and very, very smart when it comes to psychology, but I still look for new things, new techniques, new ways to kind of blow the hinges off of my previous perceptions. And that's a big part. That's a big part of anything. You can be really good at something, but if you don't keep learning... One, if you're in the consulting business or you teach other people it, they're eventually going to surpass you. And I know it sounds selfish to do that, to be like, oh, I'm worried about my students surpassing me. Um, but the way I view things, the way I see things as far as looking at psychology, teaching people psychology and things like that, 
you want to establish value to people. You want to show them value. And that's the other side of that balance there. Yes, you can be manipulative and um, like a dictator and you can control people, yes, but you can also push them to the best versions of themselves. And that's, I think is really what's going to matter because you can manipulate and dictate people all you want. But in order to make money in a business, to be successful, you have to help people. And that's something I learned at a young age because I had a mentor and he taught me a bunch of different things. And I have surpassed him in psychology, but there's many, many things as far as business that he knows far, far more than I do. Um, In fact, he... Um, as of recently made $25,000 working 50 hours because his ex broke up with him and he took a week to sulk and then he just got to the grind and made a crap ton of money. Um, So psychology can be manipulative, but psychology can also be a way you establish value for your customers, for your clients, for your thing, for your even your trainees. I think that everything that we do as far as business and making money, we should always do something pro bono. And I don't say that to bring attention or draw attention to everything. I don't want to do that or draw attention to me. I don't think if you're doing pro bono work and you're doing it to get attention, you're not only losing the point, but you're really disservicing yourself you really really are you if you do pro bono work to draw attention to yourself you are doing a disservice to yourself because if we take it in a selfish way it feels good it feels good to help somebody to teach somebody something that you normally would charge. Um, I have actually one person I met, and funny thing is, I met her on Tinder, and way things worked out, it turned out to be something that I want to actually teach somebody something rather than do what Tinder is made for. I like to experience things, try to get things new, and not really follow boundaries. But I met her on Tinder and now I'm teaching her psychology and business and things like that. And it's just the beginning and you know, there's a long way to go. But if you don't help other people, if you're not a mentor, whether it's pro bono or whether you just want to call it for free or you're being a good friend or whatever, if you don't do that, you're hurting yourself. Because I view as far as this world, there's two different types of people that have money. There are people that um, have money because they were successful and they worked, pardon my French, their asses off, um, worked as hard as possible, and they grinded and they did what was necessary and they made themselves money and they were successful and they're happy and things like that. But there's also this other group of um, what I would say, what is a good word for it? Um, Privileged, uh, 
I think of privilege is probably going to be the best word for it. Whether they came into money due to a lottery or one you know, one shot and it came into a good venture or um, what I see a lot is young kids that their parents are rich and they have all this money, they have the sports car, they have things like that. Um, they have everything they need. And the difference in personalities, the difference in the whole psychology of these two groups of people is one, the people that have literally come from nothing and built an empire versus the people that had it handed to them. And don't get me wrong, I'm not going to stereotype everybody that's had it handed to them as being a bad person. For example, um, me, myself, I had a grandfather that won the lottery and set up mutual funds and college bonds and things like that. And I built the first version of my company and... I would like to say, I guess it's a bias, but I would like to say that I wasn't um, privileged or viewed myself as more important than everybody else. And in fact, even when I ended up losing everything because I had basically cars stolen from me um, and I lost everything and all that good stuff, that's a, that's a whole other story for another podcast, but losing everything and learning about all of that, it did humble me to a degree, but I wasn't all that haughty and full of myself at that point. So it's not everybody. It's not every single person that gets something handed to them on a silver platter takes it for granted. I think we all take everything for granted at some point in our lives, but a lot there's a lot of kids that, you know, are humble. And that's the thing, right? You got to have a lot of energy, you got to be humble. And those kind of things are battling against each other constantly. But drawing it back to psychology and mindset, things I can boil it down to. Psychology. If you don't know how human minds work and you don't know how to sell to them, and I don't mean manipulation sales. I don't mean the what you see on a car dealership or a standard car dealership where they have a commission and they have to hit numbers. Um, I worked for Best Buy for a very long time, and one of my favorite things about that company was because was that you didn't sell based on forcing stuff down the customer's throat and selling for numbers. You sold to establish value. And I think that's one of the best things that Best Buy is always going to have in their back pocket as long as they stick to that, is if, if you establish value to a customer, you don't have to be an amazing person at selling. And I think that's what a lot of people don't get. If you're selling something that somebody doesn't need and you're using psychology to manipulate them to your will, you're going to lose. I guarantee it. I promise you it's going you're going to lose. The only reason it works in like car like car sales is because that's all there is. You either get a new car at a dealership and you have somebody wring your neck and that's what you get or you go on Craigslist and buy a used car. There's no in between. They've made a way for that to be okay and that's the standard and as humans we accept it. But if you're running your own business right now and you are trying to get clients, if you're even if you're selling a product, a service, if you're trying to sell knowledge, whatever, if you think that manipulating someone to your will to get that sale, yeah, you're right. You're going to get quick sales. You're going to get them. You're going to get the numbers. But I would say that maybe 98% of my business, of my riches or my success as far as bringing money from my company was because I taught people things. One of my most prosperous things 
as far as selling was selling or was making a video, posting it. I actually started sending it to emails and then I posted on Facebook was teaching roofers how to use SEO, how to do it themselves. Literally, boom, couldn't do every single aspect, but I gave them the foundation that they needed to know to get started like that, to get started real quick. And believe it or not, a lot of people would message me and say, hey, you know, thank you for sharing this information. I'm going to use this on my business. And the people that had money, people that didn't have the time to go and learn and do all this would contact me and that's how I made sales. But that's because I was helping people. And the interesting thing is when I first started doing that, I wasn't focused on making money. I wasn't focusing on making sales. That's what happened after. But because of my pure way of doing it, that's what made sales. So there is a lot to learn in psychology and there's a lot to learn in mindset. But psychology, one of the easiest things you can do is if you help people, it'll eventually come back to you. That's simple as that. And as far as mindset goes, that's pretty simple too. Motivation is the most, it's such the it's so much the racket. Like you have to be motivated. You have to be motivated. If you are an entrepreneur, I can promise you that motivation will eventually betray you because there's going to be a day where you don't want to wake up early. You don't want to jump out of bed and start working on your business. You don't want to work for 15 hours or 19 hours. If you're the type of person that's working at a nine to five job and you get out at five or you, you get out at nine like I did and you don't like the journey, and I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna call that as my own. That's Gary Vaynerchuk right there. If you don't like the journey, if you do not like the journey, then what are you doing? Honestly, what are you doing? That's what your mindset should be. If you're focusing on this end goal like it's the, the freaking Bible or the God of your existence, then you are never. Even if you get there, you're not gonna enjoy it. Like Malcolm Moore says in Excavate, if you're not happy, the check will never fix that. It will never fix that. But if you like the journey and you like helping people and you like making people money and you like building businesses and you like helping people that are new and you like helping that person that just came out of college and learned that he or she didn't learn anything, anything about business or making money and you want to help them and you want to build them up so that they build their own business and they're successful? I'm sorry. Yeah, money buys cool things like cars and houses and jet skis. I do like jet skis. Um, But there is nothing better than taking somebody that knows nothing at all about business and has the right heart condition or the right want or the right drive. And because you do have to be, you know, you do have to be selective on the people that you teach. If you teach every single person that comes into your existence, well, you'll find out two things. One, you'll waste a lot of time. And two, a lot of people are never going to listen to what you say. But if you find that right person, you can teach them and educate them and they build an empire, you're a part of that. And that's all that that is. That's all business and being an entrepreneur and being successful is. Helping other people build that dream that they have when they go to sleep. Anyways, that's pretty much about it as far as first, for my first podcast. It'd be good if I knew how to speak English, right? Um, but that's as far as I'm going to go tonight. It's, what, like three in the morning, I think. And I decided to put through my first podcast. But that's about it. So key takeaways, learn psychology, 
And you don't have to learn everything in one day. That's the fun part about learning. Learn stuff and start adding it to your arsenal. Read a book. Read something about psychology. Read something about business. If you want good books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, Mind Made Prison. I think I accidentally cut myself off. I don't remember if I said that book. That book shaped the way I think so much. Um, Alan Weiss's Million Dollar Consulting, if you're in like consulting business. Um, what else? Happiness Advantage. There's so many. If you want to actually like contact me and get a book list on things, if you want to sit down and read, I know some people don't like reading. Some people hate it. But honestly, you should get into reading. If you don't like reading, there's Audible. Go on Audible. Start finding these books there. But if you want... <clears throat> clear my throat there. If you want to get successful, then you have to start reading books. You, you do. Whether it's being read to you on Audible or you sitting down there and reading. The thing I like about reading more than Audible is I could highlight notes. And that's the interesting thing. The more you know, the more you can teach your clients, the more you can teach your employees, the more you can teach your, the managers and leaders that you have underneath you. If you stop reading, then that's where your education ends. That's the one, thing, one of the things I hate about college is people get this piece of paper and think they're all set. That's not the case. If you want to be successful, you have to constantly take in knowledge. So that's about it. I know I said that a little bit earlier, but that's about it now. I will wish you guys the best of the night, daytime, whatever the heck you're listening to this. And I will talk to you guys later. I'm going to be pumping out. I'm going to try to pump out one of these once a, once a day, whether it's daytime, nighttime. I'm going to try to get a consistent um, schedule. But yeah, so just tune in every day, every night, whatever your schedule is. Listen and try to get some information, I guess, some knowledge or whatever. And like I said, what I can give you here on the podcast is nothing in comparison to you sitting down and cracking open a book. All right. Well, my name is Connor Gilson, the president of CG Consulting, and I'll be seeing you. So it's all very new to me getting this type of avenue, this venue, whatever you want to call it, media, so to speak, um, as far as podcasts go. I've done a lot of video. I've done a lot of... um, video marketing, social media marketing, things like that. But as my first podcast, I kind of want to talk about how important not sometimes we get kind of convinced that we have to have all these marketing techniques, all these these strategies, these plans, everything like that. And that's really not the case. What sits at our foundation is a lot of a lot of kind of miscommunication as far as what we should do. But that's not really the case. That's never really the case. It's usually something simple. And when I thought about what I was going to do for this podcast, what I was going to educate people and teach people about, and eventually this podcast is going to turn into something where I actually have people that are going on their entrepreneurial journey, um, kids fresh out of college, kids that have canceled college, kids that have actually you know, started thinking freely, um, even people that aren't like kids. I mean, a lot of it, it's going to be structured around, you know, people in anywhere from, you know, 18 to 20, um, 22, things like that, college ages, because I feel like that's not an avenue that a lot of people are really expressing. 
And that's the interesting thing because a lot of college kids are taught that we have to go to college, we have to fall in line, we have to learn about all this different stuff, which we're not going to think about. We're not going to actually utilize down the road. And that's kind of interesting, but we'll get into the whole, I'm sure I'll have a rant sometime at some point where I go off on college, but let's put that aside for something different. But what I want to focus on is I thought to myself, what are two things that every successful entrepreneur, every successful business maker has? And that's two things. I thought long and hard about this. And if you know me personally, if you're listening to this personally, then you know one of them I'm very big about, and that's psychology. I have studied psychology since I was eight years old, and I am now currently in a couple days going to be 26. So psychology is a big part of me. I've studied almost every single aspect of it, body language, um, facial, um, micro reactions, all that different stuff. But I think psychology is a big part of it, but I also think mental state or how you think about things, how you focus on things is going to be a very big part as well. And that's the whole interesting thing about it. Psychology and how your mind works, how you're focused, how you're really looking at things and how you dive deep and pull things apart that's what it really comes to. Because if you don't have mental motivation, you don't know psychology, you're not really going to go far in, far in life. And I know a lot of people aren't gifted in that aspect of psychology, like someone like me or somebody that's very successful in business. But I think that's something that everybody should study. Everybody should start learning. And I was fortunate enough to have a gift or to fall into that. And even though I didn't know what it was due to a traumatic experience, I was introduced to it. I think that everybody should study it. I think everybody should look into it because it's not going to just improve your business. It's not just going to improve how you market, how you study, how humans interact and social and things like that. But it's going to pretty much shape every aspect of your life whether it's business, whether it's friends, whether it's your romantic interests, things like that, it's going to shape all of that. Because if you're good at psychology and you know psychology, there's a lot of things. Like I think it's like 7% of what we actually say is what matters, what is communicated, whether it's body language, whether it's facial expressions, um, micro reactions within muscle groups, things like that. All that stuff is going to lead to you having kind of almost what other people have classed it when they've met me is a superpower. And I know it sounds cliche, the human having a superpower or whatever, but that's a big thing. You have a massive advantage in life let alone having a massive advantage in business when you know psychology, when you understand. And psychology is not always about, a lot of people think about it as manipulation or pushing your will on other people, and that's not really the case. Or a lot of people have hang-ups on, if I learn psychology, I'll be able to see through people, and I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to like look through people. I don't want to manipulate them, things like that. 
But that's the interesting fact about psychology. The more you learn about it, the more you understand how the human mind works, the more... And there is. There's a balance. There is absolutely a balance to an absolute T that you have to learn. Um, I've taught many people psychology. I've taught you know coaching students psychology. I've taught friends and and certain family members psychology and things like that, or attempted to teach family members psychology. But I've taught a lot of friends, and a few of the people that have latched onto it, I've been teaching for years. Um, I can think of one of my friends named David. Um, he, I have been teaching for probably four or five years, and he's gotten to a point where he uses it in his business, he uses it in real estate, in Uber, in his friendships, in his relationships, things like that. And that's the thing about psychology. It's so versatile that you can use it in everything. And I think that if you start learning, whether you start reading books, and I can um, list off a few really good ones um, about psychology, um, influencing people, um, that's a good one. Um, One of my favorites that basically... And that's the big thing is no matter how much you learn about something, if you think you're an expert on something and you don't take in more information, the second you make that decision, you're behind. I'm very, very, very adequate and very, very smart when it comes to psychology, but I still look for new things, new techniques, new ways to kind of blow the hinges off of my previous perceptions. And... That's a big part. That's a big part of anything. You can be really good at something, but if you don't keep learning, one, if you're in the consulting business or you teach other people it, they're eventually going to surpass you. And I know it sounds selfish to do that, to be like, oh, I'm worried about my students surpassing me. Um, But the way I view things, the way I see things as far as looking at psychology, teaching people psychology and things like that, you want to establish value to people. You want to show them value. And that's the other side of that balance there. Yes, you can be manipulative and dic- um, dictate it, like a dictator and you can control people, yes, but you can also push them to the best versions of themselves. And that's, I think, is really what's going to matter because you can manipulate and dictate people all you want. But in order to make money in a business, to be successful, you have to help people. And that's something I learned at a young age because I had a mentor and he taught me a bunch of different things. And I have surpassed him in psychology, but there's many, many things as far as business that he knows far, far more than I do. Um, In fact, he, um, as of recently, made $25,000 working 50 hours because his ex broke up with him and he took a week to sulk and then he just got to the grind and made a crap ton of money. Um. So psychology can be manipulative, but psychology can also be a way you establish value for your customers, for your clients, for your thing, for your even your trainees. I think that everything that we do as far as business and making money, we should always do something pro bono. And I don't say that to bring attention or draw attention to everything. I don't want to do that or draw attention to me. I don't think if you're doing pro bono work and you're doing it to get attention, you're not only losing the point, but you're really 
disservicing yourself. You really, really are. You, if you do pro bono work to draw attention to yourself, you are doing a disservice to yourself. Because if we take it in a selfish way, it feels good. It feels good to help somebody, to teach somebody something that you normally would charge. Um, I have actually one person I met, and funny thing is, I met her on Tinder, and way things worked out, it turned out to be something that I want to actually teach somebody something rather than do what Tinder is made for. I like to experience things, try to get things new, and not really follow boundaries. But I met her on Tinder, and now I'm teaching her psychology and business and things like that. And it's just the beginning, and you know, there's a long way to go. But if you don't help other people, if you're not a mentor, whether it's pro bono or whether you just want to call it for free or you're being a good friend or whatever, if you don't do that, you're hurting yourself. Because... I view as far as this world, there's two different types of people that have money. There are people that um, have money because they were successful and they worked, so pardon my French, their asses off, um, worked as hard as possible, and they grinded and they did what was necessary and they made themselves money and they were successful and they're happy and things like that. But there's also this other group of um, what I would say, what is a good word for it? Um, privileged. Uh, I think of privilege is probably going to be the best word for it. Whether they came into money due to a lottery or one you know, one shot and it came into a good venture or um, what I see a lot is young kids that their parents are rich and they have all this money, they have the sports car, they have things like that. Um, they have everything they need. And the difference in personalities, the difference in the whole psychology of these two groups of people is one, the people that have literally come from nothing and built an empire versus the people that had it handed to them. And don't get me wrong, I'm not going to stereotype everybody that's had it handed to them as being a bad person. For example, um, me, myself, I had a grandfather that won the lottery and set up mutual funds and college bonds and things like that. And I built the first version of my company and I would like to say, I guess it's a bias, but I would like to say that I wasn't um, privileged or viewed myself as more important than everybody else. And in fact, even when I ended up losing everything because I had basically cars stolen from me um, and I lost everything and all that good stuff, that's a, that's a whole other story for another podcast, but losing everything and learning about all of that, it did humble me to a degree, but I wasn't all that haughty and full of myself at that point. So it's not everybody. It's not every single person that gets something handed to them on a silver platter takes it for granted. I think we all take everything for granted at some point in our lives, but a lot there's a lot of kids that, you know, are humble. And that's the thing, right? You got to have a lot of energy, you got to be humble. And those kind of things are battling against each other constantly. But drawing it back to psychology and mindset, things I can boil it down to. 
psychology. If you don't know how human minds work and you don't know how to sell to them, and I don't mean manipulation sales. I don't mean the what you see on a car dealership or a standard car dealership where they have a commission and they have to hit numbers. Um, I worked for Best Buy for a very long time, and one of my favorite things about that company was because was that you didn't sell based on forcing stuff down the customer's throat and selling for numbers. You sold to establish value. And I think that's one of the best things that Best Buy is always going to have in their back pocket as long as they stick to that, is if, if you establish value to a customer, you don't have to be an amazing person at selling. And I think that's what a lot of people don't get. If you're selling something that somebody doesn't need and you're using psychology to manipulate them to your will, you're going to lose. I guarantee it. I promise you it's going you're going to lose. The only reason it works in like car like car sales is because that's all there is. <laughs> you either get a new car at a dealership and you have somebody wring your neck and that's what you get or you go on Craigslist and buy a used car. There's no in between. They've made a way for that to be okay and that's the standard and as humans we accept it. But if you're running your own business right now and you are trying to get clients, if you're even if you're selling a product, a service, if you're trying to sell knowledge, whatever, if you think that manipulating someone to your will to get that sale, yeah, you're right. You're going to get quick sales. You're going to get them. You're going to get the numbers. But I would say that maybe 98% of my business, of my riches or my success as far as bringing money from my company was because I taught people things. One of my most prosperous things as far as selling was selling or was making a video, posting it. I actually started sending it to emails and then I posted on Facebook was teaching roofers how to use SEO, how to do it themselves. Literally, Boom. Couldn't do every single aspect, but I gave them the foundation that they needed to know to get started like that, to get started real quick. And believe it or not, a lot of people would message me and say, hey, you know, thank you for sharing this information. I'm going to use this on my business. And the people that had money, people that didn't have the time to go and learn and do all this would contact me and that's how I made sales. But that's because I was helping people. And the interesting thing is when I first started doing that, I wasn't focused on making money. I wasn't focusing on making sales. That's what happened after. But because of my pure way of doing it, that's what made sales. So there is a lot to learn in psychology and there's a lot to learn in mindset. But psychology, one of the easiest things you can do is if you help people, it'll eventually come back to you. That's simple as that. And as far as mindset goes, that's pretty simple too. Motivation is the most, it's such the, it's so much the racket. Like you have to be motivated. You have to be motivated. If you are an entrepreneur, I can promise you that motivation will eventually betray you because there's going to be a day where you don't want to wake up early. You don't want to jump out of bed and start working on your business. You don't want to work for 15 hours or 19 hours. If you're the type of person that's working at a nine to five job and you get out at five or you, you get out at nine like I did and you don't like the journey and I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to call that as my own. That's Gary Vaynerchuk right there. If you don't like the journey, if you do not like the journey, then what are you doing? 
honestly, what are you doing? That's what your mindset should be. If you're focusing on this end goal like it's the the freaking Bible or the God of your existence, then you are never, even if you get there, you're not going to enjoy it. Like Malcolm Moore says in Excavate, if you're not happy, the check will never fix that. It will never fix that. But if you like the journey and you like helping people and you like making people money and you like building businesses and you like helping people that are new and you like helping that person that just came out of college and learned that he or she didn't learn anything, anything about business or making money and you want to help them and you want to build them up so that they build their own business and they're successful, I'm sorry. Yeah, money buys cool things like cars and houses and jet skis. I do like jet skis. Um, But there is nothing better than taking somebody that knows nothing at all about business and has the right heart condition or the right want or the right drive. And because you do have to be, you know, you do have to be selective on the people that you teach. If you teach every single person that comes into your existence, well, you'll find out two things. One, you'll waste a lot of time, and two, a lot of people are never going to listen to what you say. But if you find that right person, you can teach them and educate them, and they build an empire, you're a part of that. And that's all that that is. That's all business and being an entrepreneur and being successful is. Helping other people build that dream that they have when they go to sleep. Anyways, that's pretty much about it as far as first, for my first podcast. It'd be good if I knew how to speak English, right? Um, but that's as far as I'm going to go tonight. It's, what, like three in the morning, I think. And I decided to put through my first podcast. But that's about it. So key takeaways, learn psychology. And you don't have to learn everything in one day. That's the fun part about learning. Learn stuff and start adding it to your arsenal. Read a book. Read something about psychology. Read something about business. If you want good books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, Mind Made Prison. I think I accidentally cut myself off. I don't remember if I said that book. That book shaped the way I think so much. Um, Alan Weiss's Million Dollar Consulting, if you're in like consulting business. Um, what else? Happiness Advantage. There's so many. If you want to actually like contact me and get a book list on things, if you want to sit down and read, I know some people don't like reading. Some people hate it. But honestly, you should get into reading. If you don't like reading, there's Audible. Go on Audible. Start finding these books there. But if you want... <clears throat> clear my throat there. If you want to get successful, then you have to start reading books. You, you do. Whether it's being read to you on Audible or you sitting down there and reading. The thing I like about reading more than Audible is I can highlight notes. And that's the interesting thing. The more you know, the more you can teach your clients. The more you can teach your employees. The more you can teach your, the managers and leaders that you have underneath you. If you stop reading, then... That's where your education ends. That's the one thing, one of the things I hate about college is people get this piece of paper and think they're all set. That's not the case. If you want to be successful, you have to constantly take in knowledge. So that's about it. I know I said that a little bit earlier, but that's about it now. I will wish you guys the best of the night, daytime, whatever the heck you're listening to this. And I will talk to you guys later. I'm going to be pumping out. I'm going to try to pump out one of these once a once a day, whether it's daytime, nighttime, I'm going to try to get a consistent um, schedule. But 
yeah, so just tune in every day, every night, whatever your schedule is, listen and try to get some information, I guess, some knowledge or whatever. And like I said, what I can give you here on the podcast is nothing in comparison to you sitting down and cracking open a book. All right. Well, my name is Connor Gilson, the president of CG Consulting, and I'll be seeing you.